Hello, everybody. It is Natalie. I am your host. I'm an author, speaker, and breakthrough coach, and I am here every week on the Just Queening podcast. I'm so excited to have my very first guest today, <laughs> Benetta Freeney. She is a award-winning blogger, the creator and producer and host of a podcast, A Toast to Truth. She's a speaker and community builder. And through her blog, she shares her blogging journey, the business of blogging, and course, and of course events. Why am I can't read today? I'll edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> and she also shares her entre- entrepreneurship journey via her podcast. In her free time, she's a Mavis Nation, Netflix consumer, chocolate lover, book snob, and nap expert. I love naps. She, she's been featured on EO Fire podcast, Maiden Noor, CNBC.com, as well as various website, podcasts, and blogs. So welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. I'm so excited. So I'm just going to ask a few questions just so listeners can get to know you more. So what is your favorite color? Blue. And if you could do anything in the, anything, just anything, what would you be doing? Would it be the same thing you do or something different? You mean like as a profession? Yes. Ooh, I would be a nap expert. <laughs> nap expert. Listen, that sounds good to me. Naps are like sleep. Yes. You know, you don't appreciate naps until you're older. Like when you're a kid, you're mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go to sleep. But now I'm like, yeah, I'm taking a nap. I be telling my son, yes. like, a little, I don't know what you're about to do for this next couple of hours, but mommy about to sleep. So, you know, <laughs> that's food good. Exactly. I'm going to take a nap, a nap expert. You know that? I'm going to Google that. That sounds like that should be like, is that a real, like, is that a real thing? That should, like, that should be a real Well, I know they um, do, like, research studies on sleep. So yeah. people do get, but I was like, I don't think they could do it, you know, like, full-time, but it should be a full-time gig. I'm just saying. Absolutely. <laughs> naps are life. So if y'all listening, don't be afraid. Taking Just because you're taking naps don't mean you're getting, you're old or you're not with the times. Naps are life. Give you, you know, when you sleep, that's when your body is recuperating, yeah. it is regenerating cells, yes. it is de stressing. There's a whole lot of health benefits Ooh, to sleep really that people misconstrue with this whole, you know, gotta grind nine to five, six to ten, whatever. You know, this team no sleep. No, sleep is very healthy, it's one of the healthiest things you can do. So, I'm all for it. It's actually very important, too, because one thing they always say when you're in the hospital is get your rest, get your rest, even though they're Mm -hmm. they're messing with you just to make sure you're okay. I've never realized how important it is to go to sleep until Mm -hmm. I started caregiving. When I started caregiving, I'm like, yeah, go to sleep. That whole team, no sleep. (laughs) I I don't subscribe to team, no sleep. That is a... a, Me either. Nah, I like Jesus, even Jesus rest. So I'm going to go to bed and it's going to be a good nap. (laughs) That is awesome. I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to Google that. I'm gonna see how much pay that. Should, that sounds like that should be like at every corporate job a nap expert. Right. <laughs> that is hilarious. There's actually okay. a um, a company here in Houston. It's called Nap Bar, the Nap Bar, and you can come on your break or whatever at work, and you can you know you pay to take a nap, and they have you know like different things you could. Yeah, I was yeah. like, it's, a, it's it's becoming a little industry. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I would so pay.
okay to do that. Like, I'm just gonna, can you wake me up? Make sure I get back on time. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that is awesome. So, as far as your business, let's get into a little bit about it. So, so much that you do. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you, what, you know, tell us a little bit more about your business and what you do. Okay, so. Natalie shared a lot that I do, but I don't do everything at the same time. I'll put it that way. Um, and the reason being, again, I understand time management. I understand I'm not a morning person, so that's going to take half my day away. Yeah. I understand I don't like doing a whole bunch of tasks in one day, so that's going to zero out me trying to, you know, conquer the world. <laughs> but because I understand time management and I know my strengths, I know that I can do the things I want to do, but just not at the same time. So right now at this recording, I'm focusing on the relaunch of my blog and my podcast will come out later this year because that's when I'll section more time <laughs> for it. But essentially my blog is concentrating on lively, deep, candid content. And so I was very intentional about that. And people are like, you know, why are, why are those adjectives? Well, I wanted adjectives to go with my initials, VRF vivacious, reflective, and frank, but those aren't, you know, catchy, so then I did synonyms to each one of those, um, and so that's where lively, deep, and candid came from. Lively, because people laugh when they read some of my posts, because I can be silly and, you know, just out there about situations yeah. I've gone through. Um, deep, because I want to share, I've, I've blogged professionally eight and a half years, yeah. so I've accomplished a lot so I want to share things that I've been able to do um, a lot of people want to make money as a blogger six weeks after starting my blog in 2011 I got my first paid opportunity nobody I know personally was getting paid in 2011 2012 2013 so I was so how did someone with a hundred Twitter followers get paid you know so those are things that I'm sharing that's why I'm I am going to have deep content and then candid. I'm not going to fluff around and give you stuff that just makes no sense. Like I'm getting to the point. Like I don't have time to like try to think of 2000 words to pull you. That's what's the point, you know, like what is the point of doing, right. <laughs> doing that? So that's, about here? <laughs> yes. Just give me, you know, people just want the fact they don't want to have to chew and keep the meat and spit out the fat. Nobody wants to do that. So that's where the content is. And it's really based on the fact that I've decided to incorporate my faith into what I do. And so, you know, I'm not pushing it on anybody, but I'm going to maybe share like, oh, this is a conversation I had with God, or here's a scripture, or here's a revelation, you know, and it's, it's going to be sprinkled in there. Um, in my content. So essentially, my blog is really just me as a blogger who has been doing this successfully for eight and a half years and just sharing my journey. Um, the things that didn't go wrong, I mean, didn't go right. My drought season was about two and a half years. You know, how do you handle things that just aren't popping off for you and you do all this work and you're still not getting the clients and you're still not getting, you know, a lot of bloggers shy away from things that aren't going right I on the other hand I'm going straight into it like this is what happened this is what I learned here are some things that people have told me here's some you know solutions I'm trying to help people because 
it's a whole bunch of stuff you don't know about when you jump into entrepreneurship mm -hmm. like period <laughs> like, um, it's like you even like looking down like am i supposed to jump like what's down there yes, yeah because you know friendship betrayals no one tells you that happens and it's like it's worse than a breakup it you is. know like a like i uh, i could break up with a guy okay whatever go do you like my sister's right. like you she's like you know you kind of gangster at times you, you you don't let men affect you i was like i don't but when i have friendship breakups i was crushed for years like one friendship it took me two years to recover i didn't see it coming I can so relate to that. So, <laughs> so I like, wait, mm -hmm. hold on. Nobody's so, talking about this. This the negative part. All you hear is the positive. Exactly. And that's mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I made this podcast because all you hear is the positive. You don't hear the real journey. There's a there's yes. a journey to this, and I always say, releasing the queen in you is a journey. When you when you decide, I'm gonna step out on faith and walk in purpose. Like it's the whole attack that's just. And they don't stop. Ooh, they don't people stop. Have, people <laughs> have no idea, no idea. And like, you know, the being a speaker, I kind of, I don't want to say I pushed that to the side, but for years I was going all over the country speaking at different places about blogging and, you know, stuff like that. And I just don't put, you know, this is not my season right now to be a speaker. Right. Um, I, I created a blog association. I'm no longer there that was a whole situation i you know blogged and blogged <laughs> that journey so people can understand what it's like when you create something and then people get jealous because they feel like you're being propelled and they don't understand the amount of work you're doing so that everybody can win um and so you know that season of my life is over so so yeah it seems like i've done a lot but it's not all at the same time mm -hmm. i'm understanding seasons now and so right now the season i'm in is just sharing my testimony through my blog and of course my podcast will be back doing the same thing sharing <laughs> <laughs> and this and that's what it should be we should be able to hear you know our testimonies on what we had to overcome to get to those places a lot of people see they see the titles they see the accolades but they don't know what hell because that's pretty much what it feels like you had mm -hmm. to go through to get to that point so you said a lot of awesome things and the one thing i appreciate you saying is seasons and not doing everything at the same time um because mm -hmm. a lot of times we just launch 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 and i was like wait i'm doing too much and then you have to end up well pulling too much i got it from um no. i got it from april she was like are you launching or are you releasing that was my aha moment like Am I just throwing stuff out there or or am I actually putting something together for people to be in it, you know, excited about and want to participate? So the relaunch of my blog was me spending, you know, weeks getting people excited, putting content out there, creating new content, you know, so it was a whole process. I can honestly say in the past, I've just released stuff like, hey, I'm selling this now. Crickets, crickets. <laughs> Those tickets can definitely make you feel like, God, you sure you told me to do this because uh, exactly what's happening here? This is not what you showed me. But it's so funny because God doesn't show us all of that. That's the whole reason of well, faith and having to use your faith as you go through the process. Well, that and I don't think we listen sometimes because my pastor, she was like, you know, 
sometimes y'all just putting stuff out there. It's not even your anointing or gifting. You're just putting it out there. And so she was like, you got to be paying attention to what you're anointed in versus what you're gifted in. Yes. I know what I'm gifted in. And so I'm working on um, praying and figuring out what I'm anointed in. Yes. So for the time being, I am sharing my gifts. I am using my talents to amplify my gifts. But I was talking to one of my mom's friends and I was like, I can do anything seriously. Like I can figure it out, but I don't want to anymore. Right. Like right. if it's not something I want to do, it's going to be a no. Right. Solely because I get exhausted from being all over the place. And I realized that can tank a business because you're doing this for this person and this for this person. Oh, you know how to do it, Renata. You can figure it out. Okay. Um, and then I'm like, Oof, I didn't even like doing that for you. Right. You know, I don't care how much money you pay. I didn't like doing it. Right. So when my pastor, when she said, you know, y'all got to figure out what you're anointed in, I was like, you know what? that's okay. I'm, I'm not even about to be rushing out here to try to prove anything to anyone and, and make myself look a certain way. I don't have to. I've already accomplished a lot. I've already done a lot. I'm good. <laughs> Amen on that. I love that. And that's funny you said that because that was me last year and I talk about it sometimes. I feel like I was booked. You know, everybody's, I want to be booked and booked and busy. No, you don't. I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm booked, busy. <laughs> broken broke frustrated overwhelmed mm -hmm. i was like oh my god this is too much i was not ready for this so it's the good thing about knowing the season that you're in and i love that you said that so you know a lot of times we feel like we should be here and god's like no i have you where you should be you got to focus on where mm -hmm. you are right now he Don't set my butt down for two years <laughs> god has a way of getting our attention and he will he sure does any way he sees fit if he gotta bring a trial and test to you he mm -hmm. will and that, that was me last year i just with my caregiving for my mother i was like yeah I, I can't function i'm not even gonna try so i had to cancel speaking engagements and everything and i felt horrible but it was like no you need this time to sit down and like you said figure out what you're anointed and figure out what it is that you truly desire and you like doing and for me it is speaking but it doesn't necessarily mean I have to rush and run to everybody else's platform. I can use my own. Yeah. I can build my own. So that's awesome. So you talked about, you know, the betrayal and some of the things you had to overcome. What were some things that you, you know, you, you came back from that you, in the midst of it, you felt like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to come back from this. But what was it that made Ooh. you bounce back and say, you know what, enough is enough. I'm not going to let this one situation or many situations stopped me. So you spoke about um, the two years that you, you were sat out as in media voice. <laughs> How, so well, what, what was going on then? Okay. Well, let me give everyone a backstory. Cause I know sometimes people feel like, Oh, you know, you just had a, a, a friend betray you. That was it. During that time I had friend betrayal. I had literally a group of people trying to take over something that I had created. I lost nine family members in 11 months. I lost my job. I lost my apartment. I was literally everything in my whole life at once was taken away. Yeah. And so how I got over it, um, 
I posted on Facebook and I was like, sometimes y'all got to start reaching out to your strong friends. You know, like we're not as strong as you think sometimes. And I was inundated with people, you know, texting and calling and messaging, which was nice at that moment because I needed it. But why are we waiting till someone is at their breaking point, you know, before you check in on them? And so um, a life coach, she called me and we hadn't known each other for a while and she let me cry on the phone. And I mean that ugly cry, that heaving where you can't breathe cry. And I'm laying on the bathroom floor. And so she's like, when I was finished, she was like, "Um, okay, so I have this program and the spirit told me that you're going to be in the program. And I'm like, okay, you know, because at this point, what do I have to lose? Right. And so that was the beginning of me getting out of that season of loss was working with her. And then um, I challenged myself to listen to the entire Bible on audio. Um, and then in 2000, all of that was 2018. All of that stuff I said was in 2018. <laughs> and then 2019, I decided to read the whole Bible word for word, cover to cover um, in a year. I ended up doing that in 11 months. And so what made me get out of that season was I'm not going to lose. Like, you're not going to defeat me. You're not going to make me, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but I'm here for a reason. Obviously, you know, once I was out of the fog, if everything was happening to me, that means something is great inside of me and people were trying to snuff it out. So why don't I take my time and try to rebuild um, my confidence and my self-esteem and all of this stuff? Because obviously there's something there if people wanted it dead so bad, you know? <laughs> so it it was literally, it was literally ego. You're not about to take me out. Like if I'm going down, I'm going to go down swinging. <laughs> go down with a fight. Yes. Yeah. It's like that inner warrior is like, okay, you hit me but I'm going to swing back. Like I'm going to keep going, mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop. And that's one thing about, I've learned about myself through this journey is I am one determined soul. Once I say I'm going to do something, mm-hmm. I am going to do it. And I don't care what I say. I don't care if it looks like it's failing. I'm just going to keep going. That That's awesome that you were able to bounce back. And it's okay to cry. Yeah. I mean, we all cry. We throw fits. I'm not going to lie. I cuss out walls, maybe people. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's okay. yeah, but I, but I, you know, we have to process the emotions. And so many people are like, think positive, think positive. No, I'm gonna feel everything. Yes. And if you're around me, you probably gonna feel it too. So don't be around me. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm 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 getting better on that. But process. I really believe if you process your emotions, you're not gonna have that pent up anger. The hard part of processing your emotions is if you're constantly going to be around certain people and then they don't want to acknowledge anything. That's going to be the hard part because you're going to continue to lash out at those people. And it's very hard, especially around family, when you're trying to tell them about things and they don't want to hear it. And so I don't talk to a good 99% of my family. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. Sometimes you can't. And that's the, that's the thing going into this journey. A lot of people feel like, well, my family, my friends are going to be there for me. And it's like, no, (laughs) you're laughing, right? Like, absolutely not. Like those are the people that are probably going to not, 
Those are your non-supporters, just straight like that. And it will shock you going in because you're like, I thought y'all would be happy for me. No. Mm-mm. But when you're dealing with something, you said something great too that you don't pin your emotions up. I talked about that on the last podcast. I talked about you know how your crown can get heavy sometimes, but you got to still push through and process what you're feeling because if not, you will end up going off on people and being short. There are times where I know I'm in that mood where I'm like, I have to log off social media because everything annoys me. So I'm like, I have to log off because certain stuff, I'm like, what is wrong with me today? Like, I'm triggered. I need to just log off and keep out <laughs> myself because it's real when you're going through different things, not, a, not even just in your business, but when you have the personal things on top of that, it's almost like, mm-hmm. well, how do I keep going? And you mentioned something earlier about knowing what season you're in, knowing that you need to rest, that it's okay that you had to sit down for those two years because during those two years, I bet you, even though you had to go through that process, I know you probably had a whole lot of strength, a whole lot of processing, you know, a whole lot yeah. of growth. You learn a lot of different things. And one of the things I love is that you you seek the word. Like that is the foundation. That is it. Like that will help you renew your mind. Um and you had someone help you. God sent you help and you were open to receiving that help. I always say a queen seeks wise counsel. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we get so caught up in ourselves. And like you said, that pride where it's like, I don't need no help. And it's like, yes, you do. <laughs> so that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome that you had that person there. Um, and that experience of having that life coach to actually help you get through a rough patch in your life. The other thing you said that was great was check on your strong friends. A lot of times people think because we don't necessarily always say, you know, put our business on blast or say exactly what's going on, that there's nothing going on. And you got to check on people because people could be losing their minds and you, you won't know. So I'm a firm believer in checking on people and making sure you, and you know. It's happened AI. many times where like I try to do a quarterly mass text Mm -hmm. and I figured it out in my phone how to send a text where everybody's not responding to each other so it's anyway long story short I send it at least every quarter to everybody on my phone just you know some encouragement thing and lo and behold it never fails there's at least two to three people who are like I needed that I really did at that moment and so um I know I don't get it from other people, but like my really close friends, Vanessa and Rajade, but I know if I need it, other people may need it. So even though I may not get it from a lot of people, I get it from my friends. I try to give it to other people um, just because you, you're right. You never know what people are going through. You never know what season they're in. You never know what thing that silent attack or silent battle that they're facing and people in their family or their close friends may not know. They may feel that they can only do it by themselves. So why not just, and it's a text, you know, is, is not hard, (laughs) you know, like, Hey, I'm praying for you, you know, and some positive, nice things. I sent one out for Valentine's day to like 50 something people. And it was, you know, men and women and, people were like, oh, you know, and, you know, some people were really excited. And then one person, she was like, I'm so glad you sent that because it reminded me that I needed to love myself because I sent some self-love stuff in there. And so, you know, this is a person who I've known for years and that's what she needed at that moment. And so, again, you know, just check on people strongly. It doesn't matter. Just check in. 
throughout the year. I, I, there's a post on social media that says there's like a list of certain things you should do every month, like go to the, go to dinner with a friend, call a friend, text a friend. Mm-hmm. If time. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I need to work on that because I'm finding myself um, being in the house a lot. And I'm like, I need to well, get out. I'm an introvert. I don't like going out. Everybody knows I don't like going out. So that text, people know I will send you a text yep. and check in that way. Or call if I if I see something on Facebook, I'll call and say, "Hey, girl, what's up? You know, you okay? Right. Talk." (laughs) That goes such a long way, though. It goes a long way. So if you have you know people in your life that you love and cherish, check on them. Don't automatically Mm -hmm. assume that life is gravy just because you see the nice pictures on Facebook or the nice quotes or whatever they say. Check on that's brand. (laughs) That's part of their brand. They have to put that out. (laughs) especially your friends who are entrepreneurs your friends who are you know stepping out on purpose because i'm telling you it's a lot it's a lot and we sometimes people make it look it's a responsibility that that right there golden say that again (laughs) (laughs) i i tell people all the time i'm like your purpose is a responsibility and you have no choice once you accept it because if you don't accept it then you could be dropping the ball for someone else. Because I'm like, I'm like, think about all the stuff I've been through. I'm like, who keep dropping the ball? Because I need to find you. You need to get it together. Because I'm tired. Catch the ball because you keep dropping it and it's making worse. Like, yes. Catch this ball. That is that is awesome. That is so true. That is so true. And I say that all the time. Like the people, if you don't use your voice, if you don't share your story, if you don't encourage and motivate others you are literally leaving another woman behind and leaving her in a ditch by herself where she can't get out. There's no, when you're stuck in a ditch, you need help to get out. And a lot of people are like, they're in that season and that season comes in waves. I'm learning because I'll have a good year Mm -hmm. and I'll have a horrible year. Then I have a good year and a horrible year. So it kind of like balances. And some of it is, you know, the test that God sends other times is our disobedience. I'll be honest. Yeah. Well, I I don't. I'm I'm still trying to figure out what this past season was because I was like, did I disobey so bad for all this to happen? You know, like I was like, I didn't think I was that bad of a person. Um, (laughs) But in the past, you know, like you say, you can have some rough years, whatever. But I don't remember them, so I'm like, obviously they weren't as bad as now. Right. You know. Um. But. Going back to to the purpose um, part, because I know a lot of people want to know what their purpose is, and there's a lot of people out there saying that they can help you find your purpose. Everybody can't help you find your purpose, number one. Sometimes you got to sit still for it to come to you. Yes. And another thing with your purpose is you have to not only be responsible with it, but you may actually have to learn how to um, develop it. You know, you can't just say, okay, I'm in my purpose, and then you slack, and you don't get trainings, and you don't get someone to guide you, and you don't practice it. I know that since I was 12 years old, I've wanted to help people, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how, you know, so I went the Mother Teresa route. That's not my ministry, okay? I do not like people like that i'm not trying to clothe you i'm not trying to feed you like no <laughs> so then i was like okay you know I'll, i'm a t i am a I worked in nonprofit. 
Mm, okay. I was like, no, nah, that's not going to work. Then I worked as an educator. I love my students. I hated everything else about my jobs. Everything else. I loved my students. That was it. I said, that ain't enough. <laughs> then I, you know, tried to do the blog association where I help other bloggers. I was getting paid. So I was like, if I'm getting paid, other people should get paid. Right. Then I can't deal with attitudes. I can't deal with laziness. It was a lot of stuff I couldn't deal with or I didn't want to. So right. I was like, that ain't my ministry. So, <laughs> so then, you know, I kept praying and kept praying and kept praying. And I realized that me sharing my story through my blog is me helping people because I have so many people who say they are reaching out to a therapist or they're getting a life coach or, you know, they're reading the Bible or, you know, just things based on. So I was like, okay, that's how I'm helping in this season. So even though we, you know, your purpose is not going to look the same in every season. That part right there. Amen. Yeah. And you have, and you can't, you know, think you're not doing your purpose because what you're doing now and it's not what you were doing five years ago is it's going to shift with the times it's going to shift with your growth it's going to shift with you know where you are mature wise where you are with your ego and pride so you have to remember that you got to flow within it i i'm still doing the same thing helping people it's just not looking the same as at 12 years old and at 35 right. it's, it's not looking the same but it's still the same premise i'm still helping yes. people that's awesome and it's like you said you, you could look back and say okay this is what this is how i knew i knew what what i needed to do but i didn't know the how a lot of times yes. no okay i know what i'm going to do but i, I missed the how and what you said was <laughs> was getting uh getting that training getting taking those classes mm-hmm. doing whatever you need to do to fill up your gift um, and that's one thing that my bishop teaches about all the time. Develop what you are given. Develop the gift that mm-hmm. God you. And I love the fact that you said it's a responsibility because it is. People are waiting on you. And if you drop yes. them people are going to be stuck. And not even so much people are waiting for you. You have the potential to unlock someone else's dream. Even mm-hmm. in your family, you know, in your family, they might not support you, but trust me, they're watching you. They can see. They are. Yeah. Right, they are. What you doing over there? You want where? You speaking? With? What you doing? So they're watching you. They may not be on the support train, but they are watching, and people are watching you. You never know who's watching you. I know for me, you know, I post stuff on Facebook randomly as it comes. Um, I'm horrible at pre-posting because I just have to post it randomly as it comes. And every time I do that, I tend to get someone in my inbox like, "I needed that. That was for me. Thank you. How you know? Mm-hmm. Help me." I'm like, that's the whole purpose. I believe we believe our purpose is definitely to serve others um, and to help other people because sometimes people just need help. If it is what it is, <laughs> people just need help. Yeah. So as far as you getting past that. Oh, can I make one uh-huh. statement about the help? Yep. Those of us who like to help, we have to be willing to receive the help. Big one. I'm going to just leave it there because, you know, if you like to help, you usually, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's okay. I was in that season where I had to accept. It was hard. Because I just, I was like, but I'm the one who helps people. But you're the one who needs it now. Yes. You have to be, you can't pour on the empty and you have to allow yourself yeah. to pour into. I think a lot of times uh, we as women, we look as 
getting poured into sometimes as a weakness because everybody want to be strong and independent and woohoo and it's like mm-hmm. that doesn't work I've, I've unsubscribed to the strong woman i'm i'm not her i don't want to be her i'm good <laughs> like like i need help <laughs> because when you when you're strong you tend to be that strong friend that don't that you, you know people don't reach out everybody thinks you're good mm-hmm. and going through the season with my mother when i was caregiving it was like oh she good she got this and i'm like y'all i don't got this like i wasn't good for a long time and I'm like nobody can tell but you also got to be willing to ask for help too I think that's where a lot of and we mask so well yeah and and we have to stop masking the pain so people are like we know when you mad we know when you have I'm not hiding yeah you gonna know because I'm there's no reason for me to hide that I'm mad at you right like we got an issue you know, <laughs> and it does nothing to make you more mad. Like you're walking around frustrated, and the other person is just la di da, like whatever. And yes. you harboring all that stuff, holding it in, and like, why am I a ticking time bomb right now? Because you didn't say what you needed to say, or get it off your chest, or yeah, yeah, we can be mm-hmm. sometimes, but <laughs> we can't be. I know I can't be, and I look back like, come on, Matt, you could have did better than that. But it's all about growth, learning what makes you upset, learning how you're feeling. Being honest with yourself. I think that's the biggest one. Social yes. Media has made it, social media has made it easy for us to be prideful and have that ego and not be honest with ourselves. I, I made a post yesterday like, why is it so hard for us to really be honest with ourselves? And it's like, I don't understand. I get it because sometimes it's hard for me to be honest with myself. But as a, a person that's on a journey of becoming better, I'm looking at myself like, okay, I see some things that, oh, girl, work on that because that's not good. <laughs> you know, so how? Well, because honesty comes with two things. It yeah. comes with reality and it comes with responsibility. Because once you face the reality of what you're doing or what your choice was, yeah. now you are responsible for <laughs> the consequences and correcting. And them choices, you'll be like, why do that? Like, why yep. do I do that? Like, take back, take it back. <laughs> can I get a um? Can I renege that and start over? <laughs> I didn't. No, that wasn't. That wasn't it. But I feel like I'm. A lot of times we carry our mistakes and we condemn ourselves and we get to that. Mm-hmm. Point. I can't do nothing because I'm not right. I'm not good enough. Or I always. True. Or I always. You know, I'm not right in this situation. How do you overcome? those thoughts that come to try to make you feel like you're not good enough for your purpose or you're not good enough for what you're doing? Um, okay, so I don't subscribe to the positive poly thinking school of thought. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I just don't know how people can be positive 24-7. Like, I know you got mad one time. You stubbed your toe, like, one time. I know that hurt. Like, let, it, let that pain... <laughs> go through once or something (laughs) overcoming for me is a process because yeah I'm gonna go through the entire situation I'm gonna see what I did because you know what at the end of the day every single situation you've gone through you play some type of part in it there's few very very few instances where you have no part like rape incest those types of things you play no part in it so anybody who 
wants to condemn you, they know where they can go. But but everything else, we play some type of part. So instead of placing blame with the other person, see what you did in that situation. Why you allow this person to say that to you? Why you allow this person to treat you like that? Why you go off on this person? Why did you do that? And it will always come back to some emotion that you lashed out or that you allowed that emotion to take over. Once you figure out what it is, then you start processing. I like to journal. So I have journals that I've had to go deliver to the recycle because I don't need nobody ever finding and knowing what I said. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, don't nobody need to read none of them. (laughs) Um, So I process that way. And after a while, I start feeling better because I'm letting it go and I'm seeing what I did and I'm like, okay, I cannot do that again because now I see it. So there are certain situations that will keep coming back in your life. It's because you haven't learned and it's going to keep happening because you have not taken the time to learn it. When you finally learn what that trigger is and you see it, you're like, "Ah, ah, ah." and it's not going to happen anymore because you know it. But the thing is, a lot of times people only want to say the trigger that is like worldwide known, mm-hmm. you know, oh, she don't like me. That's a trigger. That ain't no trigger. She just don't like you. Okay, let it go. <laughs> what is a trigger? Maybe someone doing something that reminds you of something that happened to you. You got to work on that. That ain't that person's fault because I'm not about to go through this life walking on eggshells because you got triggers that you have not figured out what they are and I'm making you feel a certain way. But when people are like um, coming at you, because I know, you know, Natalie and I talked about attacks earlier and, and things happening. A lot of that time, a lot of those are those people's triggers. Either they didn't finish college or they didn't get the job they wanted. They didn't get the promotion. They didn't get the guy or the girl. They didn't get their business off the ground or their business failed or they wanted to be a a blogger, but nobody was paying attention to them, you know, so they see you doing it and that's a trigger to them because they did not successfully do it. That ain't my fault. That's not your fault. That's something they got to work on. So overcoming things, you also have to realize what's my fault and what's somebody else's responsibility to take care of in their personal life. Don't take on what they didn't do, what they couldn't accomplish, how they feel. That ain't your responsibility. Right. <laughs> like that's on them. And you have to manage your emotions because you can't feel bad for them. You can say, you know, I'm sorry that didn't work out, but don't hold it. That's on them. That had nothing to do with, you didn't prevent them from doing anything, right? you know? So don't let their triggers knock you off of your game. So once you understand who you are, I think that's what I've been trying to say. Once you understand who you are, you'll know what your triggers are. You'll know what makes you upset, what makes you happy and all of those things. But you will also know, okay, this makes me upset. I need to go isolate myself for a day. I need to get off social media for a day. I need to go pray. I need to go write in my journal. You'll know what will stop it. So for me, I 
read the Bible every day now. And I write in my prayer journal every day now. So I don't have as much stress because I'm already being filled with something on a daily basis. You know, I'm feeding myself on a daily basis. So for me, that works. For other people, you may need to do what I used to do. I used to take 30 days off every year from social media. It helped. Then I started doing one day a week unplugged. That helped. Go, like you said, going out with friends, you know, maybe once a month, just to laugh for two hours at brunch or dinner or something. You have to find something that's in the form of self-care that you can incorporate on a daily basis because there's going to be stuff coming at you all the time. You have to figure out how to have a life where you can rebuff other people's darts so you can you know, start releasing all the toxicity in your own life. Yeah, that was so good. So good. Because it's so true. Carrying other people's stuff and, you know, you can't be responsible for the only person you, I've learned this and I don't know why it took me so long to learn this, but the only person you could be responsible for is really you. Like that's, and even parents you you're not responsible for your kid as much as parents want to say and you know my nephews i tell them all the time i was like that ain't your mama fault that is yours and we're gonna have a little conversation and they get this look on their face i say your mama not about to save you because you know you know and (laughs) you know they get their little puppy eyes trying to get out of it i was like it don't work on me It may work on my mom, my brother, my sister. I was like, but they know when I get a phone call, oh, we're going to have a conversation because this is you and you're going to have to work on it. But since they were little, I've told them you need to be a leader. And while people are like, why are you pushing them to be a leader? It's not that they need to be President Barack Obama. Right. (laughs) It's that they need to learn how to lead their lives. They need the characteristics of leadership. They need to know how to. Um, control themselves yeah. in situations. I didn't learn that stuff till I'm in my 30s. Oh, I'm in my right. mid 30s. <laughs> you know, they're in middle school and elementary. If they learn it now, they'll be so much further yeah. than a lot of other people. So yeah, I know because my sister gets upset and she was like, I was like, no, no, no. They know. I yeah. said we just have to keep reminding them. I know it's tiring, but we just have to keep reminding them. But they are responsible for their choices at their age. And so for all the parents listening, especially the moms, your kid knows. I was a teacher for 10 years. <laughs> your kid knows. Yeah. Don't take the blame for your kid. Yeah, yeah publicly, you know, you're going to stick up for your kid behind closed doors. You explain explain the situation to them but don't don't let them get off the hook don't that's all we got a whole bunch of ignorant spoiled adults (laughs) oh jesus (laughs) that is close to i'm I'm that way with my son he um he has this crew that he's been with in his school because he's been in private school since daycare so a lot of them literally grew up together so it's about four Mm -hmm. Uh, they call themselves little crew whatever and (laughs) i keep telling him like if you're in class and you know you're not supposed to talk, and one of them is talking to you, you're responsible for how you respond. So if the teacher emails me, Khalil was talking in class, what you already know you weren't supposed to be talking. So you need to control that situation and mm-hmm. 
tell your friend, look, I can't, we can't talk right now. I got to finish my work or something. And that's so great that you said that because we need to do that as adults. Like we don't take account of what I heard when you were talking was accountability. You got to take yes. accountability for yourself. You got to take accountability for your life. Um, being it's, it's cute to call yourself a queen and I'm royal and I'm this and I got my crown. But if you're not living that life, <laughs> if you're not really living that life every day, if you're not really seriously um, growing, striving to grow every day, learning who you are and whose you are, you're going to be stuck. And you're going to end up wearing- I don't even think you know what being a queen is. They, 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 on social media, everybody's a queen. Everybody's a king. Have you seen some of these men? They jokers. Like, let's start learning definitions of things. Like, a queen is responsible for her subjects. So that means everybody God has sent your way, you are responsible for doing whatever you were supposed to do in their life. So when I was over the blog association, it was a heavy burden to me because I felt responsible to pray over those people, even though they were doing stuff to me, to pray over them, to help them, to stop what I'm doing when they call because they needed to just vent or whatever. It is a heavy responsibility to be a queen and so when people want to run around i'm a queen i'm a queen okay but you're sitting there not having any type of influence that's positive you're not leading anybody anywhere that's productive you're not instilling principles into people that's going to better them you're not even a good role model yourself you know those are things that you have to pay attention to. I know we think of queens as European monarch. Right. There's a lot of African queens who were warriors. They fought for their people. Yes. And if you look at the history, <laughs> most of the pe- most of the royal in Africa who fought um, enslavement were queens. They protected their people. So if you call yourself a queen, who are you protecting? Yeah. Who are you leading? Where are you leading them? Hmm. That's a whole word right there. Did y'all <laughs> hear that? That's a whole <laughs> word. So if you're a queen, you listen to this Just Queening podcast because you want to know how to be a queen. There you go. She just gave it to you for free. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> that is so so true it's more than just wearing the crown it's more than just looking the part it's more than just being cute it's more than Mm -hmm. bits and little quotes it's so much more to it and the the moment you decide that this is the journey that you want to be on you better be prepared you you better be prepared because it is a journey and people know the difference too yes because i'm telling you i can like um when i went to memphis i went for like because my church is based there and i went to visit so i spent about a month there and i'm just walking down the street to go to a little chinese place to get something to eat for lunch and this car almost runs me off the road and i'm looking at them like hey you can't drive and so the guy standing at the bus stop he was like you didn't see them i'm like yeah you mean the car that almost hit me he was like no they were looking at you so hard you didn't see that and I'm like cracking up because I'm like, they almost killed me. I was not paying attention to that. 
I'm saying all that to say is when you know how to carry yourself, yes. people notice. Yes. And you don't have to announce who you yes. are. Because I'm like bundled up. It's cold out there, you know. I'm So <laughs> it's a light. It's an aura. And, but that also goes back to what we were saying earlier about the attacks. When you have it and other people don't, yep. they're going to try to make you feel like they feel. Yeah, we're gonna try to bring you down, and that was something I had to learn in my two-year waiting, <laughs> frustrating uh, a season Woo. because I realized, like, I had everything they wanted. That's why I was being attacked. Yeah, because, and the thing is, here's what a lot of people don't know: a lot of us never prayed for that. Yeah, you. That is the absolute <laughs> truth. Because I'm like, I don't just give it. <laughs> what? Why you met like that? I don't want this. Take it away. Why do I yes. have to see? That right there is the truth. Like, it's not like we were like, God, I want to be, I want to be anointed. And I, I want this. Mm-hmm. I want that. No, it's just, it's just a grace. It's that given. Yeah, yeah. That, that he gives you. And you have to be willing to accept it and know that you're worthy enough for it. But you also, as you accept it, you have to also know that you have to walk in it fully, not half step, not halfway, not when you feel like it, not on the good days, not on the bad days. You have to really know, um, you have to really know when it's, um, you have to really know when, when you need to do what you have to do, when you have to really focus and be who he called you to be. You, and that's a daily thing. You don't get to pick and choose when, you get to accept the call that God has placed on your life. You have to do that every day, every day. Exactly. And it goes back to what we were saying, responsibility, accountability. There's, and and what I really want people to get from this, because, you know, I've known Natalie for years and we've talked and, you know, (laughs) Kiki and all this stuff, but she's been consistent about teaching people how to wear the crown, how to be a queen. And, it's not like she's saying one thing and then online she's doing something else. Like it is, it is something that she breathes. And so when you're saying, Oh, I want something. Do you understand what I want comes with? Right. What, what, what does the call call? It's the cost to it. There's a cost to your crime. Yes. There's a cost to your call. There's a cost to you stepping into your purpose fully and allowing God to, guide your footsteps there's a cause you, you're going to lose those relationships you're going to mm-hmm. lose those friendships <laughs> you might lose your mind a little bit but he will renew it and you can lose everything like i said i've lost everything and looking back at it i realized i had all that stuff because it made me feel better than other people let's just be honest yeah you know like oh you know i get knocked down i bounce back up and i'm bounced better but you know and it was ego it was pride who got stripped of all of that (laughs) god can't use you in your pride that's what i thank you he can't Mm -hmm. use you when you're all about you he's not Mm going to use you when you're thinking about how you look and you're trying to put on for people and my you know i say it all day on social media i'm doing this to prove my haters wrong why are you doing anything for your haters like that's just proving what's wrong in you so he he cannot use you he has to break your pride in order to know that you're ready for this journey because as you're on this journey you need to first you're gonna have to handle people the way that he does Mm -hmm. you're prideful and your ego is intact 
you're going to end up breaking someone in, in a way that maybe they can't bounce back from. So he's not going to send you out to the world to speak to his people and you all about you. That That's not going to work. That's that's like a sermon I listened to. Oh, I wish I could remember that um, pastor's name. He he went on sabbatical and it was a big uproar online. Um, anyway, he was saying in one of his sermons that he was talking to this older lady, you know, when he was just getting into ministry. And he was saying, she was like, baby, do you rest? And, you know, I'm paraphrasing people. And he was like, no, the devil don't take a day off. And she said, why is the devil your idol? Mm. Like. God took a day off. Why are you keeping up with him? And so you have to, we, if you call yourself queen, you have to think about who are you modeling after? Yes. Woo, that's a whole word. Y'all, but, woo, Prince, <laughs> y'all can send an offering too. No, I'm playing. <laughs> that, that is a whole word. You have to watch who you are. And even when, the doors are closed. Even when there's nobody watching, you still have to use that integrity. You still integrity. Have you have to be, it's, it's not so much when you're faking, that's when you're on all the time, when you have to put on something. But when you are clean, it's just who you are, no matter where you at, no matter what season you are in your life, you're gonna do those things that you need to do. And it takes development and it takes honesty and it takes, you know, you being real and you really knowing that this is this is the call that's on your life and you have to walk in it and not be ashamed and not worry about what other people say and get out of your own way get out of your own head because i know for me that was a struggle for a long time and i know you talked about that earlier you know how you have to process your emotions because if you don't you'll just be overflowing and spilling them a little bit everywhere um mm -hmm. so that's, that's awesome i'm i'm I didn't ask more questions because as you were talking <laughs> answering questions <laughs> so that's awesome <laughs> But I, I'm 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 so excited to what's to come. I'm excited about your blog, your relaunch. Um, how can people stay in contact with you? What's your what's your website, social media? So everything's my name. You can go to bernettaarfreni .com. Um, Everywhere online is Bernetta Arfreni. Uh, I'm the only one in the world because I get the Google alerts. <laughs> So, you, so just, you know, type in my name uh, online, Bernetta R. Freeney, and I'll come up um, everywhere. But if you just go to my website, BernettaRFreeney.com, you'll see all the links and everything there. Um, but before anything, I want to thank Natalie for letting me share with all of you because I enjoyed it. I hope, um, I know I sound kind of monotone, but this to me was... <laughs> It, it was a good conversation, but I wanted y'all to understand the seriousness of it, of understanding that you, once you step into your purpose, it's the responsibility mm -hmm. and it's one you can't take lightly. <laughs> it's one you can't run away from once you accept it. Because if you do, you drop the ball and other people are going to suffer. And whoever is dropping the ball with their purpose that's attached to me, stop. Like. <laughs> We're going to find this person. We're going to find them and just stop it. You got, you, you got to keep going. That's what it's all about. Really just moving forward. No matter what comes your way, no matter how heavy your crown gets, no matter how heavy the situation is, it's really about knowing who you are, knowing what your purpose is, and walking in it fully and moving forward and just keep moving forward no matter what comes your way. And I yes. can say from watching you, that's what you've been doing as well. Um, 
being able to see other women and other queens really just step into purpose and and understand their purpose and where they're going is what it's all about. So for those of you listening, um, make sure you reach out, make sure you check the website out, check the blog out, subscribe. I'm so excited for what's to come. And this was awesome. This was this was a whole word. This was really a whole word. I had fun. I just, so I hope <laughs> you all tune in. I hope you all um, share this with someone that may need this encouragement as well. And we'll be back next week. Just Queen and Podcast. And as I always say, make sure you always, always, always wear your crown. God bless you.